Genre. Welcome again to The Doctor's Companion, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every adventure of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we are going to unpack everything that happened in World Enough and Time, uh, written by Stephen Moffat, directed by Rachel Talali. That is, that is a hell of a team. Uh, yeah. Yes. And uh, well, right off the bat, there yeah. was some confusion about uh, the title. Yes. Um, and even even still, I thought at some point they were going to like call it out or something. And I was like, what? What is this? Like mm-hmm. they never they never talk about it. So I was like, OK, you know what? I'm going to do some research. So I looked it up. OK. And uh, World Enough in Time is a reference to a poem called uh to his coy mistress oh uh, which, the sonnet? yeah right yeah. um from like the 1650s which is about a dude who's writing to a woman who he fancies and who is not giving him the time of day and uh the the phrase the 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 sonnet opens had we but world enough in time um this coyness lady were no crime. So like basically the whole point of the, of the sonnet is that he's saying, look, (laughs) I like you. You're not paying attention to me. I don't have all day to wait all, all, all my life to waste waiting around for you to wake up and see me. So I'm speeding up the process by, you know, laying out, laying, laying my cards on the table. Is essentially what the whole sonnet. So is. So it's one of those friend zone sonnets. Yes. Well, okay. and, it's, and it's also it, it's it's also very much about like the the tragedy of how limited our time is. You know, it's yeah. about like it's he's like oh if only I had enough if only I had limitless amount of time I would stalk you for eternity I would marvel at your beauty <laughs> for forever yeah. and ever but you know much like uh, I have a lot to say about I I think it's very cool that this was in reference to a sonnet about like death and like limited time mm-hmm. and finality, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that to me is just what this whole season is about. And that was cemented in, in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And to be fair to the writer of this sonnet, uh, I, I, you know, look, it's never cool for guys to be like, I'm in the friend zone, <laughs> but at least this guy is like, is like, okay, look, am I in the friend zone or not? I am. Okay. Bye. Like that's <laughs> sort of the point of this. No, yeah. Song, which is which is like, you know what? Respect. Good for you. <laughs> like move along. She doesn't if she's not interested, move along. Don't don't, you know, write your little sonnet and then move along. Um so, you know, look, it could be worse. Um as far as friend zone poems go. <laughs> Survive oh, the man. test of time. Yeah. It, no. Um so I don't know about you guys, but mm-hmm. this is this is my favorite episode of Doctor Who since Heaven Sent. Mm. Um, this was uh, a joy. Um, this is like everything. This is Moffat writing at the top of his game. This is uh, reveals being done in the best of ways. Because here's the thing, right? So. The Cybermen reveal isn't for us. We knew what Mondas Cybermen were. So as soon as those dudes sh- showed up, we were like, oh, they're like proto Mondas Cybermen. Yeah. They don't have their their gear on their heads yet and on their chests, but that's what they are. 
And so we kind of knew that wasn't for us. That was for people who don't know what Mondas Cybermen are. And so they're like, what's the deal with these creepy things? And you slowly are revealed that they're Cybermen. But what happens is because of that reveal, we're so distracted by that. I don't know about you guys, but until he was in the same room with Missy, I did not realize that was John Sim. Oh, really? I had no idea. I feel yeah, really I mean, smart now. <laughs> it's it's so it's so funny that you say that because same, but I just was watching The Prestige on on Netflix with a friend of mine. <laughs> and we spoilers were, for the prestige. Spoilers for the prestige. <laughs> but we were just going back and forth about like, God, this movie's so good. It's so perfect. But I remember like five days ago being like, how did I not get the Christian Bale twist? I'm an mm -hmm. idiot. I can't stop looking at it. Every scene, I can't stop looking at how obvious it is. And here it is. It happened again. And <laughs> right. It's just classic. Right. It's just classic misdirection, you know, because you're yeah. right. You are. You, your brain is you're, is just hunt is just also absorbing everything that's happening that you're not even looking for a twist. Right. Well, and you think that, you know, the twist because you yes. think, oh, well, the twist is going to be that they're Cybermen. I know that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they're like, ha ha, gotcha again, except for Cass, who was too smart for everyone, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. uh, which is which is fair. That's usually the case. Oh, thanks. No, because I, I, we I don't remember if it was last week or the week before we were talking about his beard. I was like, oh, yeah, he's more like the master and like classic, especially classic master, like like. um like Ainley, mm. like he he loves disguises. So I think oh my God, yes. there was, I don't remember exactly what scene it was, but one of the times where he's talking to Bill and there was just something in his expression. I'm like, oh my God, that's John Sim. Like that has to be John Sim. That needs to be John Sim or I'm going to feel really stupid. And then it was, and I was just like, yes, so good. <sighs> and he just pulls the whole thing off in a yep. mask. Oh God, it was <laughs> magical. Mm -hmm. uh, it was the most master thing. Like last week was the most classic who uh, the show had ever been. Mm -hmm. And this is certainly not, this does not feel like classic who in really any way, but it is a love letter to classic who, because it basically was Moffat taking all of his favoritest things mm -hmm. from classic who and incorporating them into a perfect modern who story. Mm hmm. It feels, uh, and yeah, so good. Yeah, love letter is a good term. It it really does feel like in the same canon, the same echelon of like the doctor's wife, or yeah. or again, yeah, like like heaven sent. You know, it where it it just gosh, it just feels so. Like you said, like unlike classic Who because it's so fresh and so original, but it it, it does it does evoke feelings very similar to like what classic who does on the, on the, on its best days. Mm -hmm. And you were pining for a good Cyberman story and buddy, you got one, right? Yeah, no, this is, this is, I mean, unless, unless it ends with them doing like the, like the, like the Bartman next week, this is like my favorite <laughs> Cyberman story. Well, but even even if it even if it does, you still have part one. That's true. I like, still do have like the, yeah, because the, the whole thing with this is, I it feels like I mean, granted there is a slight cliffhanger in that you know Bill's in a Cyberman or Bill is a Cyberman, mm -hmm. um, but it's it's still a complete story up until those last like you know two minutes. Definitely, uh, like I kept thinking it was like a beautiful like fan short film about the cyber like what if this was the cybermen you know yeah it sounds like it sounds like a unfortunately, weird compliment. because uh, unfortunately because we didn't uh do another round uh one final round of uh the long way around uh you you didn't fully appreciate the meta reference going on with uh, with the masters at the end where they're like, you could almost say it's a Genesis. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I know yeah. well, well, the next in the next round. There's a Genesis of the Cybermen or Genesis of the Daleks. And oh, that's, that's what I thought it was. Too. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, at first I was like, 
oh, Genesis of the Daleks. So I was like, oh, is this episode called? And I was like, well, no, you already know what next week's episode is called. Because I was like, oh, is next week's episode going to be called Genesis of the Cybermen? And is there an episode called that already? No. 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 Uh, the This is essentially... This episode seems to essentially be uh, remaking their remake of the Big Finish story, Spare Parts, mm. um, which mm. was the genesis of the Cybermen uh, at Big Finish. And then they remade that story as the Cybermen two-parter for from series two with David Tennant. Um, and then, and then, right. And then this is basically Moffat being like, well, technically that, that was in an alternate universe. So we don't have to pay attention to that stupid story. <laughs> um, and then he created this, which is just like a, like a, it just reminded me so much of like a Bioshock. Yes. Uh, yes. Like I was first yeah, person yeah. survival horror story. Oh, um, dude. all, all 10 minutes. I've been waiting so to say good. that you read my mind. <laughs> oh god it's so good right yeah uh, um yeah no this is this is what i want the cybermen uh to feel like because the cybermen are scary yeah like yeah they're really messed up when you really think about what they are and like uh, and this episode really leans into what they are from concept instead of hiding it behind you know a hard shell um, which yeah. is what they've been doing since the since the birth of the Cybermen in Modern Who. In the in the best way possible, it felt like a very like Nolan-y reboot of this concept. Like instead of these like yeah very like Buck Rogers clone chrome armor, it's like a it's like a burlap sack and mm -hmm. just pressed against skin. And, and kind of like what you and Cass were, were were saying last week about, you know, you can see the human underneath it. And mm -hmm. that that just makes it like the the body horror and like the claustrophobia so much more primal. Like when they're like tr when they're all lined up, like they're on like an IV drip together mm -hmm. and, and they're all like just pleading for death. And Bill's like, oh, you want some crisps? Uh, 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 <laughs> sorry, mate. Uh it sounded like a diss, but I actually really like Bill in this episode. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was so it was. I mean, Talali, man, Rachel Talali. I honestly, at this point, after now that this Bill thing has happened, yeah. I'm honestly at the point where I'm just like, I, I mean, is twelve? I, I feel like twelve is just gonna off himself because that's two companions he's turned into Cybermen. Oh my God, no! <laughs> and and I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Oswin wasn't his fault, but. Still. And they're both, yeah, but at both of the people that he turned into Cybermen, black people. Oh my god. Just saying, guys. <laughs> just saying. Oh. What is that about? What? Uh, and I know that what? that's just that's just like a weird uh side effect of of uh casting. you know the storylines and, and yeah. casting and everything. Like, he had that to that obviously has nothing to do with it, but if I just I think could... it's I, I I just feel like in 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 the show. If I was the twelfth Doctor, I'd be like, "Well, I've done this long enough. Let's go ahead and see what the next one can do." Oh, no. I, if if a genie could grant me one wish, it would be to be in front of Stephen Moffat wherever he was, whether it was writing or filming, when he made that connection in his head, and just to see what his face does. Because <laughs> there's no way he he didn't think that at some point in while making this. And just yeah. kind of like, oh no, <laughs> oh, what have I done? Uh, yeah, it's not a good look. It's not a good look, uh, especially I, I, you know. And to a certain extent, it feels like he didn't feel that he stuck the landing with uh, with this the the what season was that eight series eight right. Uh, yeah finale i you know and we even i think we even talked about it at the time like it didn't quite stick the landing and we were like mm -hmm. okay there's all right whatever um and we just sort of moved on i think yeah, collectively yeah. and i don't and i don't think he was like ah, that didn't really work out the way that i wanted it to i'm gonna try it again not realizing the grander <laughs> issues of what like, he so was doing social implications <laughs> right right exactly uh, yeah, yeah, being assimilated into into a pure 
Oh boy, homogenized um, I w- race. But I will say he did he did knock it out of the park with this. Yeah, I um, mean, God, Bill really gets her clock cleaned this season, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. yeah, she's 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 endured some trauma, yo. But you know, I would rather that you know, and I mean, it's a thing oh, yeah. where yeah. you're gonna you're gonna compare companions, and you're just gonna say, well, Amy didn't get her clock clean, and Clara didn't get her clock clean. Why does Bill get her clock clean? It's like because he's getting better as he's. He's doing better, you know. He's like, oh, but it's it's, it's, it's better. not a good look when he waits until the black companion to do that too, and you know? the gay one, and the gay one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no yeah, one will so ever it, just... top to me in terms of getting their clock clinged by traveling with the doctor. I mean, Donna Noble is still, I think, the all-time mm-hmm. grand champion. But yeah. yeah, that's true. But that was a Moffat, so that would be the argument there. That's true. Of the Moffin companions, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the thing, right? Is it always should have been like this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, Dave, you know Davis really like was not afraid of like just dicking over the companions. Uh who? Oh, oh, Russell T. Davies, yeah. Davies, yeah, sorry. R R T D. Yeah. That's very true. Um yeah, he was always he was always good at that. Even uh, even Martha, he was like, I don't even care if she's likable because like most people didn't like her. Um, mm-hmm. She's most people's least favorite because she was like pining for the doctor or whatever. Oh, I love her so uh, much. I know. Well, <laughs> I mean, I love all I love all of them. Um, yeah, except for Rose in the second series. Um, but uh, yeah, this this episode, I mean, it's it's creepy. Uh, Cass, what did you think of the? the Cybermen retcon that they did with the, uh, the headstock thing. Oh, the, like the, what do you mean? The, the, the thing that they put on their head that they reveal is, uh, is, uh, taking away their pain receptors. Oh, what was it initially? I, it's been a while since I've watched any Cybermen. I don't know that it was anything initially. I oh, think it was just, just it was design. <laughs> yeah. I think it was just a piece of design. Like to be like, look, they're robot people. Um, I and, mean, stock, you know, this stock, was a stock, 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 to be stock, like, stock. This is the reason for it. Yeah. <laughs> didn't they? Didn't he like do something similar in previous Cyberman stories where, um, like the the Craig one? Wasn't there like a pain receptor thing in that too? I don't remember. Because he's like healed by the power of love or something. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Oh boy! The one you know, the one where he has the baby. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. vaguely remember that, but I don't, I don't really remember the details of that episode very oh, well. Okay, no, I like, so I, I like that they, okay. they gave a purpose to that. Um, if it was just mm-hmm. aesthetic to begin with, um, God, when when um, when Bill comes out and the voice is like the Mondas Cyberman voice, it just. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, but it's so creepy. Yeah. Oh man. It just it's 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 hitting me just how much we have to talk about. Like how much we haven't even like brought up yet. Like Yeah. Uh, we'll kick I, this off, Nick. Yeah, I loved we were so worried yesterday or yesterday, last week, about Moffat's intentions with Missy's intentions. Uh, if that makes any sense, we were worried that the seemingly really cool, emotionally murky, uncharted waters that they were setting up last week was going to give way to like a cheap plankton and SpongeBob esque betrayal. Uh, yeah, I believe it was the metaphor that we all decided on. <laughs> yeah. And um, I loved I, I mean, We'll talk about I can't even I can't even mention Michelle Gomez yet because I'll just freak out. But the relationship between uh, the doctor and Missy in this episode was just so beautiful. I thought there's a scene between Bill and the doctor where she's like, look, why are you doing? Why are you sticking up for her so much? And he's like, no one else in the universe reminds me more of me than 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 the master than, than, than she does. Yeah. And that's why I need to make sure that she's good. That is not only like a really good line, but like 
I don't know about you guys, but like I've I have friendships like that. Like I have relationships like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just I love it when writing, especially genre writing, really captures something about being a human that you never really heard before put out like that. And it was just it was just like a it was just a glaze at that point on this episode of just like, oh, that's a good line, Moffat. Like that's a really good character thing, you know? Mm-hmm. No, it's it that those little scenes um, leading up to or those I guess they're like flashbacks technically, but those flashbacks mm-hmm. right after, uh, right after uh, that happened, um, right mm-hmm. after uh, she was shot, um, right? Yeah, were some of the best. Those were some of the best scenes in the episode. The whole episode was great, but those those scenes were excellent. Yeah, no, I really liked the uh, the transition between the like Bill getting shot and then the flashback, and it gives it so much more like weight. I mean, like it, it's already weighty because we love Bill, but mm-hmm. I think that the conversations, especially like when I really liked the way that it was edited when the doctor was saying that like, oh, you know, humans are so mortal, and he was like joking about it, but then like you see like the gaping hole in her chest. I'm like, Oh Uh God. Yeah. There was like a really good, um, really great, like ADR line from Pearl Mackey when she was like, Oh, thank you, mate. And then it like cut to her dead body. And Mm. it, it kind of, you know what it reminded me of, uh, spoilers for Buffy, but there's that episode where, uh, it's you, it's, it's season seven, I think where you, where it's like the Cordelia, not Cordelia, the uh, Anya flashback episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where it's like it cuts from her singing to like when she's like in, been impaled. And yeah. like th- that's that's what it reminded me of was just that like that jarring like dissonance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drew Goddard did that one. Oh, hell yeah. Yes, he yeah. did. Um, yeah, no, there was just really really well done and it was uh i i think the whole the whole process of killing bill that. turning her into a cyber lady like that whole process i think was executed really well That's and <laughs> yeah and uh, <laughs> and i I loved her talking about how she doesn't trust she doesn't trust Missy like you know she's going to get her killed and like all of these things and like how could you trust her and then we do that and then she befriends this guy Razor and is like spending all of her time with him for like months and months on the side of the ship that's closer to the black hole only to find out that she has essentially befriended the master and the master portrays her so good (laughs) so good so well set up and just again perfectly executed can we talk about that concept like the ship being huge and like one side like is on like crazy time and the other side's like on quote-unquote normal time because that Mm -hmm. blew my brain open and like it makes i don't know if it's like scientifically sound i know it's like based somewhat on like weird quasi science but like yeah that's so cool i loved it i loved it yeah yeah no it was it, it was it was so great and it it again it feeds into the title Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, the world enough in time. If only we had enough time, you know, we'd be able to do, we'd be able to, to, you know, find each other again or fall in love or whatever, whatever that the poem is. But the idea is like, we don't have enough time to be messing around. And like, that's basically all this is about is about time dissonance and, and uh, you know, the world between these two people who are so close, but so far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now they're even further apart than ever because one's dead. Right. Well, and it, it kills me too, because what, what that does 
uh, is it adds an element of when the blue guy is stopping them from going to the elevator, every time he stops them, months of Bill's life pass by. Yeah. Yeah. And so it just raises the stakes to an absurd degree. Yeah. He, uh, and I'm, I'm really into that. Moffat is just really, on his good days, he is so mm-hmm. good at establishing consequences and stakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, think about, uh, what was called Whisper. Think about uh, uh, Blink. Mm-hmm. It There are such great emotional moments that come from the audience being taught or learning what the cost of an, of something is or what like you really feel when characters l- lose like decades of their lives in a Stephen Moffat episode and you just your gut feels that 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 loss and it's yeah. always really uh, I'm kind of also getting like uh, I feel like a freaking wine snob but like traces of uh, like silence in the library <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Like a little characters bit. Characters being for sure. separated by from time and space yeah. and experiencing a life that kind of is a lie for like yeah. a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that a lot too. Um the other thing that I I I I really respond to is again, and I mean he's brought this up in the past when when he was introducing Missy, he brought up, you know, what his concept of uh the master is which is that the master never explains himself of like what happened the last time we saw like every time we see the master an episode a master episode it ends with the master completely and utterly defeated only for him to return the next week um (laughs) or two stories later and there's no explanation as to how he got out of the situation that he was in at the end of the last story. And so I love that he's continuing that concept. You know, he's always done it with Missy to a certain extent where Missy just pops up again and you're like, Oh, she's back. And we're not, we don't need to know what, no, we don't. Okay. All right, fine. All right. That's fine. Um, (laughs) And he's doing it again with John Sims master. Cause the last time, cause there is no space within John Sims time as the master, as we've seen it, that this story makes any sense for it to take place in. And I hope that Moffat does not ever explain where this takes place or why it's happening or how I just want it to just be like, Hey, he's the master. He figured something out. It's fine. Well, I mean, I think he kind of did with last season because Gallifrey is back. And the last time we saw John Sim was like him being like sealed away with with Gallifrey. So right. it, it makes sense that if Gallifrey's back, the master's back. Just yeah, like, I, I think like that is exactly enough explanation yeah. and non-explanation. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and it also uh, it 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 sort of backlog explains Missy as well. Hmm. Because yeah. it's it's saying like, oh, look, he's out because Gallifrey is back. And then you can surmise that he will later regenerate if he doesn't regenerate next week, uh, will later regenerate into Missy and then go find the doctor and so on and so forth. So mm. everything checks out with just that minimal explanation of right. Gallifrey's back and now John Sims on the loose again. I get it. So. Speaking yeah, of like regeneration, um, oh, sorry. Right. the yeah. the one thing that I did not like about this episode was the very beginning, was the teaser, because I feel like it would have uh, been a lot more interesting or um, like emotionally, like, I don't know, emo- like, I don't know. I think it would have been a lot better if they hadn't wasted it with the, the monk three-parter, with the fake out. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, because at this point, yeah. it's like, okay, well. It was only I an just, episode ago. <laughs> yeah. I just saw it a couple episodes ago, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's so I, don't, I, don't, I don't disagree. And I, I'm not, overall, I'm not a fan of, uh, of, the, of the, the prologue flash forward mm. uh, thing. Because I don't think this episode needed any help to be exciting or interesting or 
uh, you know, worthwhile to watch. And that's right. usually why you do that is like as a crutch to get people through some boring stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't feel like this episode needed that to be successful. So it it just feels dumb. I think it fits thematically because this whole episode's like a meditation on death and like we've seen the doctor be like meditative about death before. But I think that it would have worked a lot better if they hadn't done it in the three-parter. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so, I mean, the, we, all three of us were just very lukewarm on the fake out in the, in the, in the monk trilogy. So mm-hmm. that, that doesn't yeah. like help matters. Yeah. Right. Right. Cause he wrote I, that one too, right? Or no, that was Toby Whithouse. That was Toby Whithouse. Okay. Um, I, I do like, Damn it, Toby. I did really like that he <laughs> has long hair. In it. Oh, my first thought was Goblet of Fire. Uh, well, yeah. yeah Goblet <laughs> but, of Fire. I, I, but I liked it because it makes me think he's going to be on that ship near the black hole for a long time or something. God, he's you know, like he keeps, you know, when some guys just have really bad Monopoly roles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 12 cannot catch a, a friggin break when it comes yeah, to like losing true. eons of time. It's true. Um, I really liked the Doctor Who conversation at, yes. the, at the opening. It was really cutesy just, and, 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 and meta in a way that I know that would probably bother a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked it because it was like <laughs> Bill was like sort of playing the role of a fan. What? No. <laughs> but Missy, yeah. But Missy was playing the role of like the oldest fan and it was just yeah. like yeah. was like uh please lady like he you does, just discovered this new doctor i've been a fan since the beginning like <laughs> his name is doctor who and it's stupid and and we deal with it like oh it's so good i love that and, and then and then like the perfect the perfect like capper was when capaldi is like i'm doctor who and he's like is that your name he's like i like it <laughs> I, I could have I could have just watched forty five minutes of just Missy as the I thought all of that was just so delightful and Michelle Gomez was just pitch perfect mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah like all of it like what you call them like snacks and at you- at first uh, at the in the in the <laughs> uh, not not to make a pun uh, that I'm I'm going to be forced to make because there's no other <laughs> other uh, word for this. But I thought I thought that they were running a sim um, <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the beginning. Like I thought it was a, I thought it was a sim. Uh, I didn't realize that they that he actually took her on a real adventure to practice. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is irresponsible. <laughs> oh, he's this eating. Is he's not eating a good chi- idea. And he's just eating chips. Yeah. Yeah. He thought it was going to be a Mickey and it, it was not a Mickey as mm-hmm. it turns out. Um, and uh, oh, I, called, I, but I, uh, so I was going to say yeah. when she called Nardle and, and Bill uh, uh, comic relief and exposition. Yes. Oh my God. Another really great meta joke. Yeah. Um, and then, and then when she's like, that's not our roles. And she goes, it's not roles, dear. It's genders. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god, that's so true. So speaking of like, genders. You look back at like the history, you look back oh, yeah. at the history of Doctor Who, and every time every man companion has been comic relief and every female has been exposition. Yes. Uh, and it's it's so funny because it's true. <laughs> Loved it. Uh yeah, no, just so many, yeah, just moment on moment on top of moment. Uh Mm-hmm. And that that really okay. What what were your guys' opinions on the flashback scene between Bill and the Doctor about Time Lord gender? Oh my god, that made me laugh so hard. Yeah, yeah, was, that oh, was I, pretty great. I had a man crush. He was a man back then. I think so was I. Like it was all of that was just he just he just <laughs> you he, got you 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 lot don't care about gender, but you call each other Time Lords. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, and he's like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> Oh, man. oh, so good. No, I love that, like, because we haven't 
really had it established in a really long time that the doctor and the master were like like classmates i think mm-hmm. like we haven't had that since, yeah we haven't had that since russell t davies right stands mm-hmm. um so i really love that he like continued that and like even made it more i don't know like more of a, a big deal more and sexy. I really punchline yeah i guess <laughs> well they just they they I, I just I love really because like in in the Russell T era, you get the 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 feeling that they knew each other and were friends at some point, mm-hmm. but they never sort of like outwardly say it. It always comes across as like we're enemies, but, you know, the doctor doesn't want to be. The, his enemy, but he is. Yeah. Like and it was like, Batman. there was sort of like a tragedy in, you know, the doctor is like, don't, please don't let this keep happening. I don't yeah. want this. Quit making uh, me and the master's like, I don't care what you want. Um, I'm going to die just to spite you. Ah. Yeah. Right. I do what I want, Thor. And it was a, yeah. And it was, <laughs> yeah. A, and it, was a, it was a whole, it was a whole thing. Uh, oh my God. That is what that was. Um, uh, and, and so I, what I like here is that this is like, we were best friends Mm -hmm. and at a certain point I grew up and he didn't and he wanted to do all of these things. He went one way. I went the other. We grew apart. His the things that he wanted to do were not the things I wanted to do. And as a result, we are who we are now. Yeah. Yeah. But he was my friend for so long that there's a part of me that will over, always see him as my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh my there's God. something beautiful about that. And also totally. something really, um, you know, like you you can see yourself in that. Like I knew yeah. people like that. That that's a very uh, human like, problem. Were, yeah. yeah, that they were that you're friends with someone, and then they start doing stuff that you're like, "Why are you doing that?" And they're like, "Uh, what are you going to be judgmental now?" Like blah blah blah. And then you get you kind of grow apart because they're going down a road that you can't follow them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and that happens all the time and that's this is basically just the most epic version of that (laughs) yeah it's it's like classic i mean that's that's what great genre storytelling is like when we love a marvel movie it's because somehow in these like big sexy six-pack like god things we're able to see something basic that that we do in our lives right right uh, I also really just you talking about that reminded me of that great uh, thing where he was where she's like, we're, we're the doctor's friends. And Missy's like, like, you can only be friends with Time Lords. Anything other than that is cradle robbing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just... uh, so great. It's 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 so cool. For like Moffat was always the one that, you know, in the in in the 11 era, Moffat would always be asked, like, are you ever going to do the master? And he would always say no, because he mm-hmm. thought the master was stupid. Um, yeah. And I wish that he had used the master from the get go because he like, you know, I, I think he tried to have Amy play that role of like calling stuff out. But Amy doesn't know the doctor the way the master does. Mm -hmm. And so when the master does it, you accept it as like, Oh, the ex has your number. Like, I feel like that's like, like like he was always trying to, to write the master. He just didn't know it yet. Cause like, that's another thing that river song does too. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, it's so much more meaningful. Yes. When yeah. it's the master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it feels empty 
when when it was those other characters sort of like you know this is so freaking specific but if you ever been out with a group of friends and someone who hasn't been friends with the middle person as long as you have makes like inside jokes or like a thing and you're like hold up yeah yes <laughs> like absolutely you don't get to call out the doctor on his stuff because you've only been here for like a season yeah right yeah he did it. He did that all the time with Amy. He did that all the time with Clara. And in fact, with Clara, it was always a thing where she would call it out and, and Missy would be like, um, <laughs> listen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where she's like, hey, like, only it can be opened by the doctor's most like best friend. And then Clara grabs it and she's like, no, what are you? It's me. Why would it be <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, God, I just I love I love Missy. And I think that Moffat has done an excellent job of putting his stamp on that character mm-hmm. and creating an another iconic entry into that character. Yeah. Even more so, I would argue, even more so than the John Sim Master, which was really only interesting in so much as it was like, oh, look, a young master without a beard. Yeah, uh, like like Missy. He was like he was like Joker Master, um, yeah. which you know to a certain extent is interesting, I guess. But there's a reason he wasn't in a lot of episodes because there's only you could only take that you know down a road of story so far. It's so yeah. funny um, that you bring up the Joker because I was just thinking, you know, the surest sign of when you've done an iconic take on a on a big character like this is when you can't imagine what comes next, you know, Uh and still, you know, 10 years later, it's nine years later with the Joker. You're like, how, how is anyone ever going to top Heath Ledger? Uh, And with the master, it's like, how are you ever going to have the master again? Have it not be Missy. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, it's going to happen, but like, you can't imagine what it's going to look like. And you hope it's not what the next Joker looked like. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Master tattooed on his forehead. <laughs> um, Old friend also tattooed on his back. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. I I just I love this. What What did you guys think of the uh, what appears to be a, 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 another retcon, which is that the master seems to have had a hand in the creation of the Cybermen. Cass? I, I'm not sure yet because, like, I think I need to re-watch this, like, knowing for sure that it is the Master, because I feel like everything he says, like, can't be taken at face value anymore, mm-hmm. just because uh-huh. that's the nature of his character, especially the way that. John Sim plays it. Yeah. Um, but I kind of, I kind of like it. Um, I guess I'll have to see what happens with it next time. Um, I I like it too because I, I think what I I really like about it is that, okay, so you have the Daleks and there's no way for the master to have a hand in creating the Daleks because, right. you know, it, it, it would it – would, Genesis of the Daleks aside – it wouldn't work because there's there there's there you know he's too involved with the Daleks as well mm-hmm. you know like because he's from Gallifrey and right. their enemies and the whole thing so it it wouldn't work that he created them but the Cybermen what I like about him creating the Cybermen or or having a hand in creating the Cybermen is the idea that he wanted to create a villain that are it's almost like the Cybermen are his version of humans. Yeah. Um, Like he's like, Oh, you like humans so much. You have your, your familiars. Well, I have familiars too. And they're mm. the evil version of your <laughs> familiars. Well, cause I think, I mean like that flashback conversation with the doctor and bill, like, the doctor jokes about how frail humans are, but like that, I think to him is like their best quality. Like 
how frail they are, but like how much they're able to accomplish despite right. that. And then to the master, that wouldn't make any sense. So you would right. want like just like yeah, like you were saying, like the ideal, right? Um, like I don't know, villain. Right. Because for the for the doctor, the thing that he admires so much in humans is that it's easy for him to do heroic stuff, because mm -hmm. even if he dies, he gets to regenerate when humans right. do heroic things. They only have one shot at life. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's more impressive to him when they do something heroic because they don't have if they fail, they die forever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that that's what he loves about them, but the master doesn't see it that way. And so like the idea of the, the Cyberman being like, this is my ideal human. Yeah. Makes so much sense to me as, like you said, as sort of like an answer to the doctor's feelings on humanity. And, like, we talked a little bit about um, – we talked a little earlier about how, like, Moffat felt like he didn't stick the landing with the Series 8 finale. I feel like this – because, like, Missy teamed up with the Cybermen before. And so, like, mm -hmm. having now John Sim Master teaming up with the Cybermen and, like, creating the Cybermen, I feel like is just, like, the natural extension of that story. Uh-huh. And also it, like, tracks because, like, the Master is just drawn to, like, villains. And, like, we had Missy and now we have John Sim. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And also what I love about comparing this finale to that finale and the way the Cybermen are used, this is the genesis of the Cybermen. Mm -hmm. This is taking people and giving them a new life as Cybermen. Yeah. And that story was about taking dead people and turning them into Cybermen. Right. Yeah. I like there. there's definitely uh, like a. There's definitely something going on on a larger scale, and I'm excited once this run is over and we start covering it on Long Way Around, I'm excited to really pick that apart going into this era knowing what we're in for. Mm -hmm. Gosh. Just so much. <laughs> so the, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, it feels good because it feels like if I'm being honest, it feels like the last couple of weeks we've sort of just been, you know, taking a look at the episode and being like, good, and like putting it back on the conveyor belt. Mm -hmm. and, right. <laughs> and it kind of feels like this one really gave us a lot to just like chew on and think yeah. about and ponder. Yeah. Well, and I think that even even when I say that I think this is the best episode of Doctor Who since Heaven Sent – Heaven Sent isn't a Doctor Who episode. Like, I mean, it technically is, but it's one of those outlier special episodes where it's yes. doing a thing that the show doesn't do. Right. This is just an episode of Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. And and it feels really just – it's just so full of stuff to chew on mm -hmm. that I feel like this is even more impressive than Heaven Sent because it's it's one thing to come up with a gimmick – and execute the gimmick to an insane degree like they do in Heaven Sent of just making this crazy one-man show Groundhog Day yeah. uh, thing. And that it's like, yeah, no, that's a great episode. Yeah. But it doesn't – it's not a normal episode of Doctor Who. This is just a normal episode of Doctor Who executed at an expert level. It's an um, episode of Doctor Who for people who love Doctor Who. Right. Yeah. Oh, God, it was so good. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in the trailer for The Doctor Falls, um, that shot of him, of, of Capaldi, Missy, and John Sim all holding their sonic and or uh, laser screwdrivers. Because yeah. um, as we know, the master has laser screwdrivers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, holding their stuff out in a line in the woods. And I'm like, it's Day of the Doctor. <gasps> they're recreating the shot from day of the doctor of the three with doctors the masters. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. with the masters and capaldi that's oh, awesome oh, i loved it i was like oh my god that's so cool um and that's even see and that's so cool that cass even thinks it's cool and she didn't like day of the doctor <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah oh god i can't i'm 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 dreading next week 
because sure. I'm dreading this season coming to an end. Um, but I am really excited. Next Do you guys a... think he's? Oh, sorry. What? Next no, week's a, a super size episode, right? It's like an hour and a half or something. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't actually. I don't know that. Is it? Oh, I thought it was. I I saw somewhere that it's like feature length. Oh, maybe it is. That would be cool. Right on. I'd be on board for that. Um, I do. You guys think he's regenerating next week? Do, I don't. Do you think that Moffat has put a regeneration scene at the? Now I'll say this: if you guys noticed in that regeneration scene at the top. Because there's no way that's not actually when he's regenerating. Of course, it has to be. He's not going to do another fake out. Right. But he is in the snow. Yeah, so it might be Which does say Christmas. Yeah. But do you really think Moffat is going to... I mean, do you think that it's going to end on a cliffhanger and that this is actually another trilogy that doesn't end until Christmas? Well, the Christmas special is also directed by Rachel Talali, so that suggests yes. Oh, it might be. Oh. And, like, that whole thing with the, the three-parter, because, like, we thought the initial three-parter was going to be the master one, but then this right. initially built as a two-parter, but it might be a three-parter. That would be cool. I would, I'd be into that. Okay, so, do you, so, so what do we think? No regeneration next episode? It'll end on a cliffhanger. Is that what we think? I don't think? think so. I think I think it'll end. Not maybe not on a cliffhanger, but like, it'll end and then it's like, oh, Christmas, which would uh-huh. suck because that's like six months. But right, yeah. What do you think, Nick? If I were a betting man, and I'm not, <laughs> I would. My guess is. If I I think a safe bet would be that Peter Capaldi will be playing the doctor in the Christmas special. Yeah. Okay. Have they shot the Christmas special? Do we know? I think they're I think they're shooting it as we speak. And I'm kind oh, of really? I've kind of been afraid to Google Doctor Who lately mm. because I'm worried that it's just going to be like you know, Bill 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 uh, Billy Tyler on set you know paparazzi photos Uh like i just i don't know i'm not ready to get spoiled yet or i don't want to get spoiled by paparazzi i want to get spoiled by if i'm going to get spoiled i want to get spoiled by the friggin' show yeah right i agree not the daily mail yeah there is apparently spoilers for the dr falls um floating around uh, yes, it is feature length according to the Radio Times. Nice. Well, um, so first very feature length episode since uh, Breathe or Deep Breath. Yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, Christmas specials notwithstanding, but sure. although the Christmas, the Capaldi era Christmas specials have been relatively short in comparison to most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Um, most cases because the Mysterio yeah. one was like just over an hour right right yeah yeah uh well this one this one says okay they're getting away with the concept of feature length because it will be on bbc america it will be a 90 minute episode because of commercials but it's it's still only a full hour oh okay yeah, so it's only, I mean, it's 20 minutes longer, but it's still, it's not right. like a 90-minute episode or anything. Um, but, cool. uh, yeah. I hope so it's just 20 minutes. I hope it's just 20 minutes of really... Capaldi, like, playing Freebird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, uh, what if he regenerated it... while playing the guitar? Oh, he has to. Like while shredding. Yeah. Oh wow! I just realized that the 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 Doctor Falls poster with the two masters back to back and the Doctor in the middle is a recreation of the Day of the Doctor poster with a ten and eleven back to back with the War Doctor in between them. Nice man. Um. So that they're doing a lot of stuff with that. 
You know Jonah. what they're about, son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So, you know, I, do you think that, do you think we'll be getting that day of the doctor moment or the day of the doctor moment in this episode? The one with, uh, when Capaldi shows up to save the day. I think they might save that for the Christmas special. Hmm. Okay. That seems like a, that seems like a Christmas specialty thing. Yeah. Like possibly. before he regenerates. Right. He does one. Well, I, don't know. I don't know what to expect. I'm <laughs> pumped about it, though. Yeah, I know. I'm pumped about it. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Right. Okay. So wait, hang on one second. I was thinking about the, the parallels between Day of the Doctor and the Masters. And I love that they're doing that, even though I don't really like the concept of the war doctor, because like the war doctor is not like an actual doctor ish. But then right. like. The doctor is like the war doctor in this case. So like you have these two masters and then like the doctor is like one step away from being the master. And I freaking love that so much. Okay, I'm done. Oh my God. The parallels. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. The thing I love about this episode is it like was a lot of fun and a good episode, but it also like engaged my like writer brain and like English major brain. And there uh -huh. hasn't been an episode like that in a while. Like I haven't been so happy that I wanted to like punch a wall through the like punch a wall because I was so happy about. Dr. I just, <laughs> I just think I just feel like I like Moffat wrote this episode while giggling and crying like because <laughs> <laughs> he was just like it's my last story. It's going to be so good. <laughs> oh, I hate you people so much. <laughs> Oh my god. His wife just opens his office and he's just like hysterically laughing and crying and she just like yeah. slowly closes the door. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's like it's like that I'll Breaking bring up Bad. Dracula later. Yeah. It's like that, it's like that Breaking Bad episode. Oh my yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, I uh I I just I loved this so much and I I really do hope that this is just part one of a of a uh, another trilogy of episodes because the idea of Moffat going out on a on a trilogy, which mm -hmm. you know he's only done a trilogy, I believe, once before, um, when he did uh, Name of the Doctor, Day of the Doctor, and uh, Night No Time Time of the Doctor. That's the one. Um, I always get Night and Time mixed up because Day. It feels like the next thing should be night, and it's night not. of the doctor is the Paul McGann short, right? Right. Okay. Right. Um. So. Uh. So yeah. So he did name of the doctor, day of the doctor, time of the doctor, and if he went out with another trilogy of stories here, and then went out forever with this, I think that would be pretty mm -hmm. rad. I'd be into that. Um. So I'm pumped and I'm excited. I really hope. And I mean, we hope this every single time and it never, ever happens. But I really hope that we find out what the title of the Christmas special is at the end of the Doctor Falls. Oh, yeah. What if you get your wish, but it's like the Doctor will return in and then there's like a beat and then it's like the Doctor meets the Grinch. Goes out on the doctor meets the Grinch. The doctor versus oh, the I Grinch. mean versus <laughs> Dr. V Grinch. I'll be yeah, honest, the idea Dr. of Capaldi going up against the Grinch is pretty phenomenal. So my old friend. And you, and you, and you just see like the fingers like drumming against like a wall or something. Oh yeah. my god. Actually, there's a way to do that by bringing in the land of fiction. That would be incredible. Oh, yeah. snap. <laughs> uh, before we wrap up, do you guys just do you, do you want just say yes or no? I'll be cool either way. Do you want to hear about a potential uh, odd, a, a guy that someone that is heavily being talked about as the thir as, as the 13th doctor? Oh, really? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So uh, bookies are closing their bets now. 
there are five figure large bets because people in the UK are like actually like placing bets on who's going to be the next doctor. Um, wow. Yeah, they do the same thing with Bond. Oh, cool. Uh, but in addition to Phoebe Waller Bridge, which is still like a a, 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 a persistent rumor, uh, large bets are being put on actor Chris Marshall. Is that the redheaded guy from Love Actually? Yes. Yeah. I I do do absolutely do not want. Um I think he would be awful. Uh I I I don't I don't want that. His his storyline in Love Actually is the part is the part of that movie that I fast forward through. Um, oh, he's the one that goes to he's the one that goes to America. Yeah, yeah, he's awful. Um, I don't, uh, uh, not a fan, not a fan. Don't well, like it. Don't want let, it. Let's hope. Let's hope that uh, the bookies are wrong. Let's hope that it's. Uh, let's hope that it's not. Yeah, I don't know where these things come from. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, that sort of thing, but like. Now is not the time to finally give us a ginger doctor. Unless yeah. it's a woman. No, I agree. Yeah. God, that's like, like his last, like that that's like his last like right? Red hair, right? You I finally no, got he's you not, you he's not casting he's oh, not casting true, this true. doctor, Nick. That's true. That's um, true. There's a new showrunner doing that. Oh, that makes me uh, sad. He's like not even there anymore. Yeah. So I, I don't um yeah, I don't I don't want that. I don't I don't want that at all. Not about that life. Nope. Nope. So I am very much hoping for Phoebe Waller-Bridge uh, of the rumored people, but I, I think it would be really cool if it was something somebody completely out of left field mm-hmm. because we didn't get that with Capaldi. Capaldi, if I'm not mistaken, was the favorite at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was him. And I think we were all we all collectively were like, oh, Okay. Like after all that buildup, we were like, oh, the favorite, the one that everybody said it was going to be. Okay, well, all right. Um, So I'm kind of hoping that that's not uh, that's not what happens. So we'll I don't know. We'll see. There's like a really nice like schadenfreude, like knowing that people are losing like five figure amounts of money. If like we get this random dark horse person. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> it serves you right for betting on something so right? stupid, you idiots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I personally hope that it's Colin Trevorrow. Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about the Doctor Falls. In the meantime, of course. You know, you can go to our website, check out our other podcast, duelinggenre.com. You can email us, contact at thedoctorscompanion.us if uh, that's something that uh, you need reminded of. Of course, we're on Twitter, uh, Facebook. We have a Facebook group. We have a listeners group uh, with not a lot of people in there. So if you're on Facebook, join that up and let's talk some Doctor Who. Yeah. Because uh, that's always that's always a good time. And uh, yeah, Cast just wrapped up Lord of the Rings Minute. Um, or it's like wrapping it up this week. This week. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Nick and I wrapped up Back to the Future a couple weeks ago. I've got um, – we're, we're nearing the halfway point on Spider-Man. Uh, Nick wow. and I are starting up Cornetto Minute um, this week, I believe, uh, probably to premiere like a pilot next week or something. So be on the lookout for that if you like the Edgar Wright – Cornetto movies and uh, I think that's about it so uh, oh yeah and then of course um, one last thing our Patreon duelinggenre.com slash support if we get to our next goal we will be doing a Patreon exclusive podcast where we watch Doctor Who and the Daleks the 1965 64 film uh, in which uh, it was like a it was like a theatrical film none of us have seen it before and we will watch it five minutes at a time and talk about those five minutes uh, every week. So, you know, Pumped. that sounds like fun, right? Yeah. That's a thing. That's a thing, Do right? It. So, 
Yeah, so go uh, go check out our Patreon page. It's definitely worth it. We post all kinds of things from all of our shows. Uh, but we want to do more Doctor's Companion stuff for it. Uh, but we need to know that the listeners are there. And if you guys want to hear us talk about stuff like that, become a patron. Let us know. Let your voice be heard that you want more stuff. And uh, we will be more than happy to give you the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Giving you the stuff right. since 2012. Giving you since <laughs> 2010. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, technically 2009, I think. Okay. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> the Doctor Falls next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.